Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Saturday the 19th of September. You've got Scott and Gillian this morning. We are remembering today Theodore of Tarsus who was Archbishop of Canterbury in 690 and looking on Wikipedia and chatting amongst ourselves we reckon that's about as much as we know. Yep, born in Tarsus. And died in 690. And he was Archbishop of Canterbury. Super. So, this weekend, on Sunday, we have at 10 o'clock, Worship for All. Um, So, the um, singing and music group will be back in a distanced way in their own little happy bubbles, the family bubbles. Um, Scott is leading, I think your theme is Jonah, I think, on Sunday. The reading is from Jonah. Excellent. So, that's at 10 o'clock in church or on Zoom, or on YouTube, or on dialing. So we've got that available. And you're welcome on any of those formats. Then at half past six, we have, coming back for the first time since we've been in lockdown, free to be. Um, That is a very quiet and contemplative service. Uh, Paul is leading that. It is prayers and quiet space and candles. Again, with the 10 o'clock service, if you're joining in person, you will need to wear a mask unless obviously you are unable to do so and all the usual social distancing rules will apply. I think that's it for Saturday. Obviously, uh, as well, we've got Compline continues. That's moving towards being a deanery Compline. So when you join us, you may find Mm -hmm. some friends from across the deanery leading or taking part as well, which is really nice to start sharing the love. So... Okay. On Saturday morning, it's morning prayer. O oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O oh God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips when i remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night you have been my helper and under the shadow of your wings will i rejoice my soul clings to you Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice. In the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 20. 
we will call on the name of the Lord our God. May the Lord hear you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend you, send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. Remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. Grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your mind. May we rejoice in your salvation and triumph in the name of our God. May the Lord perform all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will save his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the mighty strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will call only on the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. O Lord, save the king and answer us when we call upon you. We will call on the name of the Lord our God. Merciful God, purify our hearts in the flame of your spirit and transform our toil into an offering of praise that we may reject the proud rule of might and trust in Christ alone. For he is our Lord forever and ever. Ooh, got another psalm. Our second psalm is Psalm 21. The king puts his trust in the Lord. The king shall rejoice in your strength, O Lord. How greatly shall he rejoice in your salvation. You have given him his heart's desire and have not denied the request of his lips. For you come to meet him with blessings of goodness and set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked of you life, and you gave it him length of days for ever and ever. His honour is great because of your salvation. Glory and majesty have you laid upon him. You have granted him everlasting felicity and will make him glad with joy in your presence. For the king puts his trust in the Lord because of the loving kindness of the Most High. He shall not be overthrown. Your hand shall mark down all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them like a fiery oven in the time of your wrath. The Lord will swallow them up in his anger, and the fire will consume them. Their fruit you will root out of the land, and their seed from among its inhabitants, because they intend evil against you, and devise wicked schemes which they cannot perform. You will put them to flight when you aim your bow at their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own might. We will make music and sing of your power. The king puts his trust in the Lord. Crown us, O God, but crown us with humility. And robe us, O God, but robe us with compassion. That as you call us, 
into the kingdom of your Son, we may strive to overcome all evil by the power of good, and so walk gently on the earth, gently on the earth with you, our God, forever. We've got third Psalm, Psalm 23. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore can I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He shall refresh my soul and guide me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup shall be full. Surely goodness and loving mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. O God, our sovereign and shepherd, who brought again your son Jesus Christ from the valley of death, Comfort us with your protecting presence and your angels of goodness and love, that we also may come home and dwell with him in your house forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Our first reading is from... 1 Kings chapter 8. We uh, were recently reading 1 and 2 Samuel. 1 and 2 Kings uh, is a very similar, well, it's the same stories, but told more from the king's point of view. And we're on to the life of King Solomon, who followed his father, King David. So we've missed a couple of days then, haven't we? What we have. But Martin and Paul have been doing this. So, uh, yes, so Solomon is charged with sorting out a home for the ark and building a temple. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the ancestral houses of the Israelites, before King Solomon in Jerusalem, to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. All the people of Israel assembled to King Solomon at the festival in the month Ethenim, which is in the seventh, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came and the priests carried the ark. So they brought up the ark of the Lord, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent. The priests and the Levites brought them up. King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel who had assembled before him were with him before the ark, sacrificing so many sheep and oxen that they could not be counted or numbered. Then the priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house, into the most holy place underneath the wings of the cherubim, for the cherubim spread out their wings over the place of the ark, 
so that the cherubim made a covering above the ark and its poles. The poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place in front of the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from outside. They are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two tablets of stone that Moses had placed there at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the Israelites when they came out of the land of Egypt. And when the priests came out of the holy place, a cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon said, The Lord has said that he would dwell in thick darkness, I have built you an exalted house, a place for you to dwell in forever. Then the king turned around and blessed all the assembly of Israel, while all the assembly of Israel stood. He said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who with his hand has fulfilled what he has promised with his mouth to my father David, saying, since the day that I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I have not chosen a city from any of the tribes of Israel in which to build a house, that my name might be there. But I chose David to be over my people Israel. My father David had it in mind to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to my father David, you did well to consider building a house for my name. Nevertheless, you shall not build the house. But your son, who shall be born to you, he shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has upheld the promise that he made. For I have risen in the place of my father David. I sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised. And I have built the house for the name of the Lord the God of Israel. There I have provided a place for the ark in which is the covenant of the Lord that he made with our ancestors when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands to heaven. He said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and steadfast love for your servants who walk before you with all their heart. The covenant that you kept for your servants, my father David, as you declared to him, you promised with your mouth and have this day fulfilled with your hand. Therefore, O Lord God of Israel, keep for your servant, my father David, that which you promised him, saying, There shall never fail you a successor before me to sit on the throne of Israel, if only your children look to their way to walk before me as you have walked before me. Therefore, O God of Israel, let your word be confirmed which you promised to your servant, my father David.
But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Even heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, much less this house that I have built. Have regard to your servant's prayer and his plea, O Lord my God, heeding the cry and the prayer that your servant prays to you today, that your eyes may be open night and day towards this house, the place of which you have said, My name shall be there, that you may heed the prayer that your servant prays towards this place. Hear the plea of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place. Oh, hear in heaven your dwelling place. Heed and forgive. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, O you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. We have Acts chapter 15. A shorter reading. A shorter reading. <laughs> After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Come, let us return and visit the believers in every city where we proclaimed the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark. But Paul decided not to take with them one who had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not accompanied them in the work. The disagreement became so sharp that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and set out, the believers commending him to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Paul went on also to Derb and to Lystra, where there was a disciple named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer. But his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and had him circumcised because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went from town to town, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in numbers daily. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, 
who dwell in darkness and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. So, a time of prayer. We bring our own personal prayers spoken and unspoken and these prayers before our god at the beginning of this day we give thanks that though we are apart we can be joined together in this act of worship in those bonds of love that unite us as friends as family within our church family we give thanks for being kept safe in this last night and as we awake this morning we dedicate ourselves to your service kind words patient hearts joyous spirits may we seek your guidance may we follow your ways walking with you with hope in the knowledge of our salvation we pray for those who have worked through the night for us, so many unseen and unknown to us. For those in our shops and our markets this morning, for those in industry and business, for all those struggling to work out how to do business in such difficult times. We pray for schools as they are rested over this weekend, giving thanks for the reopening over the last two weeks praying that they may stay open undisrupted over the weeks and months and years ahead. We pray that the infection figures go down and that those who are ill are not seriously ill and heal quickly. As we pray for all those who are ill in body, mind or spirit. We pray for those who grieve at this time, that they may be comforted. And we pray that this day we are mindful of our God, and we are mindful of the promises of God. A God who gives life, this day and through to eternity. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayers. Prayer. Almighty God, whose only Son has opened for us, a new and living way into your presence 
Give us pure hearts and steadfast wills to worship you in spirit and in truth through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so, even though we are in different places, we're still together with each other and with you. And so, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our, our Father, Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, come thy, thy will, will be done, done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.